cool. So this episode contains adult language, mature situations, autobiographical music stories, French kaiju enthusiasts, Looney Tunes-style antics, psychic prophecies, weirdo espers, and some insane news. Listener discretion is advised. Spire and Manga Review, episode 401, Sneeze, the Naoki Urasawa Collection. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Spark and Monger View, episode 401. Can you believe it? 400 episodes have passed already. Uh, I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, what's up? And joining me today is... Hey, it's Doug from Anime Cons TV. Yes, who just had their year wrap-up review, which was done really well. Ah, thank you. That was a lot of fun to film, despite there not being many conventions in 2020. That conversation probably would have been a four-hour conversation, I think, if you had the time. <laughs> uh, probably, uh, but we, I think it was a work night. But I, I would love to do that again with some of my other friends from the convention circuit just to hear what they are up to. Yeah, no, I, I still have to work on my uh, 2020 wrap-up. But um, yeah, no, so um, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Sparkin is some podcasts and vague reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. Every episode, we talk about one or two geeky topics. And since this is obviously the manga review, we talk about manga. We tell you the latest news, talk about the latest releases, and more importantly, review really good or really horrible manga. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.sparkin.com. You can check out Doug uh, at Nagoki Talks. Uh, or N- Nagoki watches for. When I'm doing uh, musings about anything I read or watch, and just at Nigoki for my regular Twitter. And at Sparkin at Sp- on Twitter, also Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, um, iTunes. We're on the Lexi app. I'm not going to say the full name because I don't want to turn it on because it is evil. <laughs> and uh, also on Amazon, surprisingly, which that was out of nowhere. I see you have downloads from Amazon. I'm like, really? <laughs> is someone charging for it? Our- but anyway. Um, yeah, and you can email me at zan, xan, at spirekin.com. Remember to like and subscribe and join our Discord at tinyurl.com forward slash S-P-I-R-A-D-I-S-C-R-D, where you can recommend manga, talk about the latest and greatest TV shows we're talking about, or recommend books for our new book series, the book, Sparkin Bookshelf, which will be on YouTube on Saturday. So enough of that shilling. Let's actually get to some cool things. So how was... 2021 the far distant year of 2021 been treating you besides today so far so good um it's shaping up to very i think uh from a convention angle i think it's going to be very interesting to see how quickly events are able to come back and if there's going to be any conventions that get in the rock put in a hard place of they're not going to get a strong turnout but there's enough vaccination that the uh host facility says you got to have the event but for me personally it's what going into the year slowly just working on more hobbies building more gunpla um that's been a pretty good uh way to ease back in and just taking it easy and thankfully because lockdown is happening i've got a decent backlog still that is always good on my end um Gretchen and I have been, sorry, Greta and I have been um, relaxing, taking our time, doing, just getting used to the year because it's so crazy. So much has been going on. Also watching a lot of TV shows. Like we saw the first two episodes of The Watch. That's in our TV Tuesday episode. I highly recommend the rants and raves that you're going to hear. 
also been prepping for this because I'm really excited because there's a lot of news that happened today. And more importantly, some really cool manga was re- we were talking about, especially this one, because this one, I had to research some of the little elements here and there, especially with one about an actual it's pseudo-autobiographical, that one story. Yeah. So I had to research that and listen wow. to some of that music. But, um, so yeah, so that's what's going on with us. So let's get on with some of the actual news, because we have a lot of news today, it, but there's no releases. Surprisingly, there's no big licensing news. Thank God. <laughs> have a bit of a break. <laughs> yes, especially that one group. Well, I'm pretty sure they're just like, we're done. We're not even going to try. Mm-hmm. So we're starting off with the hugest news, which is really cool because I actually saw this ad in the New York Times. So I was like, what the hell? So publisher Shuisha celebrates their 1,000th chapter of the hit manga series One Piece with the launch of its first ever worldwide character poll in the New York Times with a full page color ad. Now it opened on Sunday and allows participants to vote for their favorite characters once per day until February 28th. And here's the cool part. One, it, it first shows the straw hats, but if you want a different character, they ask what story arc the character is in. And then it goes even further into, okay, you don't know the story arc. What is the crew that they're in? Oh, you don't know that? Let's look alphabetically. Oh, you don't know that? Well, is it in the anime or is it in the manga? It's super detailed, but it gets really in-depth. And then you get an AR model of the characters of the character, and they're going to be showing the current top runner and Guess who the top runner is right now? I'm going to probably say Luffy or Nami. No. Really? Think small. Think short. Is it Chopper? It's Chopper right oh. now. Okay, I can I can get behind that. But we'll see if it changes. I wanted to vote for Luffy or I wanted to vote for Ace, but that's me. But um, So the ad was on January 4th, and but this isn't the first time that... Uh, one Piece's main appearance in the New York Times. They were in uh, the newspaper as part of the Senko Thanks when they did the campaign in 2013. And to top it off, because it's the 1,000th chapter, a bunch of other things are going on. First off, they released the two commemorative videos to mark the manga's milestone. Each one focused on the We Are One logo and slogan. And it's one of them is just straight up, we reach our 1,000. And the other one, which I like a lot better, focuses on how it's impacted people over the years that video made me so happy like it it reminded me of when they did the uh, 20th anniversary video for pokemon and they showed all the generations and it had you know young people old people kids you know adults men men women everybody from all different locations of the world a whole bunch of races and it was just such a celebration of hey you all like pokemon cool and it it had that same energy, and it just it, it left me with a good feeling. And I'm not a huge, I have nothing against One Piece. I wouldn't call myself a diehard fan, but it's nice to see something so positive and so energetic, and just a celebration, for lack of a better word. I loved it, especially when the scene where you have the uh, girl talking to her gym teacher who's leaving or graduating we don't know but she says the line, and then the teacher says the response because she knows it. <laughs> And you're like, wow, it's so cool. Um, but yeah, also there was an, a letter published by Oda, uh, Ichiro Oda, to mark the occasion. And here it is. 1,000 chapters. I, uh, wow. Words pretty much fail to describe the whirlwind these past 23 years have been. 
Literally half of my life has revolved around the almighty weekly serialization. <laughs> but it's not just me. Luffy and the Straw Hats have navigated themselves to so many different islands and found themselves caught up in so many adventures. At this point, even I'm not sure how many lives they've touched along the way. But it's thanks to them that so many special people have entered my own life, first and foremost among them being my family. All these people have supported me throughout the years, and I'm deeply indebted to each of them. Meanwhile, my readers have been leading their own bustling lives. There's a certain theory that exists for long-term relationships in the entertainment world that states a given pool of readers will rotate out of a series after five years. And so for a while now, I've avoided calling my readers fans. It's like they say, pride cometh before a fall. I convinced myself that I shouldn't get too full of myself because my readers would eventually leave the series and move on with their lives. Let me say that all of you have put me to shame for thinking such a thing. Your belief in Luffy has led me to believe in all of you. And that has allowed me to continue drawing exactly what kind of manga I want to draw. So here we are, ready to dip our toes into the final stages of the story. It's taken us a long time to reach 1,000 chapters. However, it's because I've completed 1,000 chapters that you must believe I'll take us to the end. This story waiting for you will defy expectations. I mean it. I have a favor to ask, though. This is for everyone with whom, by some means or another, I've managed to create a bond with. In other words, the One Piece fans of the world. My story is a long one, but for just a little while longer, please watch over Luffy and his crew as they continue their adventures. January 2021, Ichiro Oda. That's perfect. Like, we, we, so many people, like, got into that in their formative years and have stuck with it. And, like, I, I love hearing stories about anime and manga or any media that's like yeah this got me at the right time and i never you know let go and it's this is such a phenomenal hit that there's it's defining a generation it is it's like the it's and i don't mean to compare it to dragon ball because dragon ball was a very short series it's just that they've remade it because fans this is one continuous has not given up and the world loves it yeah and i can't wait to see how this ends they're saying 2022 I want to see if this is a good conclusion. Let's hope it does. Now on to some nerdy news. Uh, a new exhibit will commemorate the 25th anniversary of Nobuhiro Watsuki's Roroni Kenshin manga this year. And the exhibition's Twitter account previewed the rough layout for a new manga that Watsuki is drawing exclusively for the exhibition. This manga titled Sabato Shogeki, Reverse Blade Katana First Bout, recounts the first time Kenshin Himura encounters and wields the reverse blade sword. And this manga is going to serve as an epilogue to the Roroni Kenshin manga chapter, Act 81, Shoku's Wish. Now, this is going to run, the expo runs at Tokyo Dome City from the 22nd of January to March 7th, then moves to the Kyoto City Kyocero Museum of Art, the Higashiyama Cube Venue from the 23rd of April to June 6th. Now, on the one hand... It's Kenshin. I'm happy about it. But on the other hand, do we really want to promote Watsuki right now? It's... I think love. I think love the character or love the creation. Hate the hate the uh, the creator. Yeah. But it looks the the artwork looks really cool though. And honestly, Kenshin's one of those characters that he is so formative. Uh, what about you? What do you think overall? I, I think it'll be a very interesting. I really want to see if they do anything specific for the locations, especially the one when it's in Kyoto, because the Kyoto arc of Kenshin is such a big point of the series that I, I'll be very curious to see if they do anything special. 
So we'll keep you updated with that. And now, speaking of news about people who may or may not have been incarcerated, let's get to the depressing news of the evening. Uh, Viz Media translator Stefan Koza, a.k.a. Steady, a.k.a. Steady Studios, who translated Ghost Reaper Girl, Dragon Ball, that time I got reincarnated as Yamcha, Boku Ben, we never learn, and most recently Jujutsu Kaisen was arrested on December 7th for possession and distribution of child pornography. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Now, um, he's be- the 33-year-old is being held without bond on five felony counts of possession and five counts of distribution of child pornography by the Fairfax County Adult Detention Center. And there was a huge investigation that started in March of last year and now it's set for his hearing in March 3rd, 2021. And this isn't the first time he did something. In 2014, he was arrested in Japan in the town of Kami on July 15th of 2014 under suspicion of violating Japan's Minor Offenses Act by trespassing and secretly taking recordings in an elementary school girl's dressing room. And he allegedly denied the charges, saying that his camera was stolen. Jeez. Oh, uh, I mean, got, yeah. Normally, background checks are not something you expect for a translator, but oh, this is this is rough. I mean, I'm I'm assuming Viz has just dropped him right away, but right. I hope they did. I hope they did. There's more. I was going down the rabbit hole for a while because there's so much on the sky. It's like, wow, how did this guy get not get caught? Um, but yeah, so it's another person that we should technically not use their name ever again after this. So yeah, hopefully he gets the book thrown at him. The only part that gives me any kind of hope, and that might be too strong a word is it's a translator, not an artist, not a writer. It's easier to find a replacement. It, It still sucks that this happened. And, like, I 100%, you know, want to believe all the victims and everything like that. But at the end of the day, getting another translator is a lot easier than getting a brand new artist or a brand new writer. So this is, you know, you can get someone else on board and carry carry out the work so they can keep going so fans of the series won't suffer as much. Very true. I was going to see if if any of our ins knew about this guy. Uh, I don't think any of them are talking, though. Yeah. Like, none of the editor people were talking about this. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just hoping that it's, you know, a little more careful and there's only so much you can do. And once you've learned that they're gone, just move on. Mm-hmm. So let's get off that to some happier news, some epic news. So on April 9th, after 11 and a half years, Hajime Isama is ending Attack on Titan. Hooray! <laughs> or not really. I don't know. Maybe sad. <laughs> but the final chapter is going to be in Kodansha's Bisatsu Shonen Magazine, and the 34th and final volume is going to be released on June 9th. And he's been saying he's going to end it in three years for like eight years. <laughs> so will Man. this actually be the end? <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of people say it got weird and you know, got got a little more critical after the first season of the anime ended and everyone had to go into the manga to get into it. But it was it was a big hit and I think there's a lot of people that were like, yeah, I still kinda wanna see how it all finishes up. 
and everything like that. And they've said this is the final season of the anime. So I haven't done much of it in manga form. And I have only done the second season of, through the second season of the anime. But it's another one, like, quality aside, you know, it it was a big name. And it, it got a lot of people curious about anime and got a lot of people really into that series. It is. And, and hopefully it has a very classic ending and it doesn't do something dumb. I mean, he's almost at the finish line. He's already gone insane. Don't do something stupid just to to, to set a sequel series. The, the the one thing I'll add there is I'd be very curious about going through the manga all at once. Because uh, when I did the second season, it wasn't until it had completed. And I just remember thinking with it, that pacing, I could not do this week to week. I would just you know, lose interest very quickly. Um, I needed to marathon it. So I'm wondering if the manga would be the same way. Um, kind of. I just my opinion is that it's like B stars, where the anime looks beautiful and the manga, the art is questionable. Mm-hmm. But that's my opinion on it. If you want, you can listen to my reviews of it. I have an anime review and a manga review all on this on the podcast. But let's move on to one move uh, news that kind of depresses me, also because of the fact I may have reviewed the manga <laughs> and I may own the the raw copy of it. So, but. Sad news, North America visual novel publisher and localizer Seki Project announced this Friday that it's canceling its publication of Sotaro So, Takumi Yanai, and Daisuke Izuki's Gate manga. So Gate is Gate Jitai uh, Konochi Niti Kaku Takekeru, uh, following its delayed release of the manga second volume. And this was one of their first series, so... It's um it, from from the press release. It sounded very much like they they just got in over their head and didn't realize how much work it takes to to, to really start a publishing company and everything like that, which is a little unfortunate. I mean, I hope they'll. I mean, again, one of the thing takeaways. I hope it's a little bit of a cautionary tale of oh, anybody can be a publisher, but I mean, we also seen all the crazy stuff with uh. DMP in the past, and as much as I liked all the Tezuka stuff they're doing, like their model was not that good. <laughs> yeah, I say just hopefully um, J Novel picks it up because they've been doing really good with their digital releases, and they have the gumption to release it physically. Or Seven Seas picks it up. Uh, we'll see though how that goes. Um, some pervy news and kind of hitting on the dark news. Um, Mangaka and illustrator Shiro Uzaki is back in the news. The artist from the Act Age manga, whose writer is currently incarcerated. Well, no, he didn't get incarcerated. He's on probation. Uh, But she had nothing to do with it. But she is drawing the cover illustration for the Shukan Playboy Premium 2020 Shimohanki uh, Gravure uh, Kasakusan, which is weekly Playboy Premium 2020 second half grab your masterpiece selection magazine, which shipped in Japan last week, and it compiles curated images of 21 actresses, grab your idols, cosplayers, and other women who have graced the pages of weekly Playboy in the latter half of 2020. And there's going to be two B2 size posters illustrated by Uzazaki. I mean, that's I, I'm I'm glad to see. Landing on the feet after that whole thing, it 
it sucks when you have a partnership and one half of it just turns out to be terrible and the other person's left trying to pick up the pieces and distance himself. So I'm glad to see a little bit of distance come in and have some success or move on. Yeah. Um, it looks, the artwork looks amazing, even though the subject is kind of questionable. It is, it's not, it's similar to, but not exactly like our uh, Playboy magazine. Think more like this sports illustrated swimsuit issue. That's what this magazine's like. So it should be good. Um, if you want, uh, I think that anime news network has all the photos so you can check that out. And now let's get to something we talked about earlier last year. And that's uh TV stations, TV Atashi's, Anime General Election Poll. The results have been announced, and after talking to 150,000 voters, they have nominated the top 100 manga of all time. And these are ongoing and completed series, and I am shocked by this. Uh, what was number one? <laughs> I'm one Piece. I mean, that's the international head. So. Yeah. Uh, one one piece was number two was Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba, which is currently on the gravy train because their movie is set to beat Spirited Away in popularity as the biggest box office earner of all time. Number three is the anime that and manga which will never get a live action because either it's going to be too good or it's going to it can't be captured in a uh, live action form. We're talking about Slam Dunk. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, number four is uh, Detective Conan, a great series. Uh, five is the hit that so many people enjoy, including former co-host of the podcast Baz, Dragon Ball. <laughs> then we have Attack on Titan, Naruto, High Q, which that I'm surprised at High Q being this high up. Yeah, uh, and Jeff, uh, I'll go on. I'll get through the top ten and then I'll say it. Full Metal Alchemist, and then number 10, JoJo. I mean, when you look at that top 10, like, it's not really surprising. Some of it's popular because it's super current. I mean, when you think about the number of manga readers and the, the sample size, it seems really small, only 150,000. But, like, no, nothing in the top 10 surprises me that it's that high. Except maybe Haikyuu, and I I don't read much sports uh, manga, so I might not be the target that I'm in. But again, I know it's recent, so I think that's kind of why it's on the so high on the list. My big questions are Haikyuu, Naruto, and FMA. I love them, don't get me wrong. Well, I love FMA, Naruto, 50-50. But they've been done for a couple of years now. Yeah. Um, then... Yeah, but like I was surprised. Like My Hero Academia was sixteen, um, and then there was yeah. just other. There's just a lot of like inter- It's a really interesting list to look at. Um, like you see, um, you know, Tezuka and uh, some of Tezuka and Rumiko Takahashi have multiple entries on there. Um, other stuff that's super influential, like Rosa Versailles, Ashita no Joe, uh, and some of them are just like you're just kind of curious that they fall down the list like you know going back to tezuka blackjack is 18 astro yes Boy, astro boy is 39 yep. um and another one that really shocked me was the only one as far as i can tell only one title from uh 
Gonagai, and it was Devil Man. Yeah, so. yeah, the one I was shocked at is that Gogo Thirteen is I think number what is it? It's thirty thirty seven? No, thirty six. Yeah, it's like yeah, Gogo Thirteen. No, forty six. Forty six was Gogo Thirteen. Um, but uh, you had that Kenshin's on there, Mason Koku's on there, uh, Shida no Joe. Fist of the North Star is in the top 30. Um, in the 50s and up, you had Hajime no Ippo, Master Keaton, Kaguya-sama, Promised Neverland, Aim for the Ace, um, Candy Candy, City Hunter, No Lupin, which made me very sad. No Lupin. I th- well, I think Lupin at this point is more known better as an anime than a manga. Uh, hopefully with that new release, we get a better thing. Um the the one on the bottom that I was surprised at was um, that battleship Yamato is so low. That one I'm yeah. surprised at. But it's lower I, than Oshimbo. Yeah, but I would I think this is a really this is a good list that if you want to just look at some of the stuff, especially as things that I'd say are maybe over. Well, I'm just gonna throw out a number: fifteen years. If they're fifteen years old or older. I'd say see why they you know look them up and see why they're on the list because a lot of these are ones that are either perennial favorites or or were very and or were very uh, influential in manga over the time. So I think it's a good list to just kind of look at and if you want to learn more about anime and, or more about manga and what has influenced this is a really good list to check out. Very true. It's a, a- great list and for the most part i don't disagree with these all are in the top 100 i mean there was one i would want on the top 100 but it's not there and i respect it because there's so many things i can't figure out which one to take out to do that well actually that's not true satch bell doesn't deserve to be in the top 40 (laughs) does not satch bell is a horrible shonen series but all right so now we're just going to lightning around some quick easy general news first off um, this year, mangaka Chise Ogati is playing to end the Castle Heaven manga. This is a manga released by Sublime, where it's about a manipulative guy who wants to rule his class however he chooses. However, he gets double-crossed, and then he's given a choice, become the new king's plaything, or service the entire class. Well, you know, it's going to end. The end. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Um, this spring, uh, mangaka Suka. Asa Simura for Tokyo Undead teased that they're going to be launching a new manga. No news on the subject or what the art is. Also this spring, mangaka Anashin, who made Waiting for Spring, is launching a new manga series. Again, no word on what the uh, subject or what the artwork is, but um, Waiting for Spring was nominated for the 41st Kodansha Manga Awards in 2017, and it's listed in the American Library Associated Young Adult Library as the manga for 2018 for Great novels for teens so might be really good uh february 27th we're getting the the long-awaited 15th volume of yatsuba oh man volume 14 came out in april 2018 we reviewed this in episode 379 so it's been a while i'm excited because it's yatsuba i'm just curious what's going to happen since last she was on a balloon (laughs) yeah we need some healing manga so that's a good one and hopefully, maybe you can convince Kyohiko Azuma to make it into an anime. Maybe they can convince him. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm okay with it just being a manga, just mm. something to pick up, read read a couple chapters on unwind from the day, and move on. True. I I, uh, keep, I I will admit I keep a stack of the volumes I'm working on 
on my bedstand just to when I yeah. need to need to forget about a stressful day and read a couple wholesome chapters before bed. Oh yes. Still I think favorite is the pancake episode issue. <laughs> <laughs> How that goes horribly wrong. Um okay, on April 8th, oh sorry, on February 18th, the second and final volume of Harriso's Alice in Borderland retry or Imewe no Kune no Alice Retry will ship, and this is a spinoff of Aso's Alice in Borderland. Um, the whole thing is it's about uh, Ryohei Aris, a male high school student who's irritated with his everyday life, and one day him and his friends hang out in town, but it's covered in fireworks. No one else is around. He's in an alternate world where he has to play in a survival game or die right off the bat. Uh, tragedy and insanity ensues. So, uh, February 4th, the Kamitosa... Tosu will draw a manga based on artist figure maker Kohoro Kinata's Morris character. And the manga is going to be tentatively titled Sunonga Haita Neko Morris, or the cat with the fancy horns. This is going to be in young uh, Katakawa's Young Ace magazine. Uh, sometime this month, Zag Entertainment's Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir is getting a manga adaptation. So a South hmm. Korean cartoon is getting a manga adaptation in monthly Shonen Sirius. Um, on the 27th of this month, uh, Katsutoshi Murasa launching a new manga titled Red List Zetsumets Shinkaron, or Red List Extinction Evolution Theory on the Shonen Jump Plus app. Uh, it's based on the novel of the same name. Uh, also on the 27th, mangaka Ryoko Fukuyama, who made Anonymous Noise, is launching a new manga titled uh, Setsunataki Distance, or Ephemeral Distance. And this is going to be in Hakusensha's The Hana to Yumi magazine. And it's going to be teased that the manga is a love story that plays with the idea of misfortune. Um, one that I'm interested in that actually came out last week, December 31st, writer Fumiaki Murata and artist Sabu Musha launched a new manga titled Mixed Media Maiden on the Manga One app. And the manga centers on an unlucky man who has a divine intervention from a goddess of entertainment. And then finally, last bit of news. On December 28th, the final chapter of Atsushi Nakamura's A Gravity Boys was published in Weekly Shonen Jump. However, they did announce that there will be a concluding arc in Shuisha's Jump Giga magazine. So it's like, they said it's done, but they're giving it a concluding arc in another magazine. Yeah, that's a little weird, but I guess they want to keep the stuff regulated to what's what's selling. Kind of crazy, but that's it for the news. Uh, a lot of it, but we got most of it done. I got to say the thing I'm excited for was the top 100, which is a pretty cool thing. Yeah. But now let's actually get to the thing which we're here to do, the manga review. Uh, and if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga, which is actually not next to me. Uh, and we're I spun a manga that was written by Naoki Urasawa, the creator of Pluto, Monster, Master Keaton, and several other series like Pineapple Army, which no one's heard of but me. And me. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, we should we should cosplay as that army as the guys from that. I, I will toss out one more because I think it's you see a lot of the DNA to this one in uh, this manga. 20th Century Boys. Yes, 20th Century Boys. I, I did not want to. Well, yes. So anyway, this manga was published by Shogen, uh, Shogakuen, 
but it's released over here by Vi by Signature Viz Media, the Signature Edition. So this is for Senin and adults. I, I I love the Viz Signature line. There are so many good things I have found through that. Oh, so do I. Um, and this manga was published in 2019, but brought over here fairly recently. I think it was the summer of this year that came out. There is one volume, and it is what's the name of it? It's Sneeze. Yes, the Naoki Urasawa Story Collection, or Kushami Urasawa Naoki Tempetsu, or Tempesh. Not sure. The U, because with the U, it's kind of weird in Japanese. Do you, if it has the symbol, do you count it or do you, is it silent? Yeah. Uh, but onto this, this book. Oh, man. So this is just a collection of short stories in manga form. And I'll, I'll just come right out and say, I, I love this. It's been a while since I was following anything for Naoki Arasawa, like uh, 20th Century Boys took a while for all to come out and read, and I've gone through Pluto a couple times and read all of Monster. And this just felt like I was coming back to an old friend, even though I've never read this before. It is. It's very reminiscent to his style. And the funniest part is the title itself, because when you see the title, it shows in the cover. Well, first off, the jacket cut. There's no jacket copy, but the design of the manga is brilliant. It has a faux dust jacket. It's got a nice hard cardstock cover, and it's got a lot of color pages on it. Um, but the cover has a young girl sneezing. Then the inner cover has a woman sneezing. And then there's nothing else until the last page when you see an old man sneezing, which is kind of a bit of a... It's a missed opportunity because I would have had different characters sneezing throughout the book. Like that's the chapter, like the chapter separators were that because at the back it's got someone's sneezing. And it says, God bless you. And the reason why is because the title of this sneeze has nothing to do with the stories. It's based on a um, definition that they put in for the story, which is sneeze. A sudden expiration of breath, a short work as opposed to a long work. It can make even the most beautiful person look momentarily ugly. And that's where they all connect. They're all short works that make sometimes the best characters look ugly or something up with them. And that's really cool. And we've got eight stories in this, each one very different. Yeah, uh, they, they, were, they, were, they were all really fun, though. Like, even the one that I was kind of met on, I still enjoyed overall. Yeah, uh, just going over them quick. Um, we're not going to spoil any of the major information because there were some twists, but you have um, Damian, a story of Yakuza's and psychics. You have Throw Towards the Moon, another psychic story, but this one's about predestination a little bit. Then you have The Old Guys, which is a short autobiographical series that I actually wanted to read as a whole series. Like if he released that every single week, like a whole collection, I would be fine reading that. Um, you have Henry and Charles, which was written as a kind of Looney Tunes-esque escapade between two mice versus a cat. You have It's a Beautiful Day, which is an autobiographical story about the um, lead singer of Endokin, I think, yep. the name of the band. Uh, but music is amazing. You have Musica Nostra, which is very similar to Old Guys. It's another autobiographical of him meeting different... Um, singers but there is a point to that one that one it's all connected to one singular figure over time uh you have kaiju kingdom which is about a french 
kaiju enthusiast going to Japan and would you say hilarity ensues or hilarity and I would say hilarity and in that one kaiju are real yes kaiju are real like it took me a moment to realize that it's like no he's not a fan of kaiju films these are actual kaiju Yeah, it's kind of like he's in the, um, what is that one, um, Pacific Rim universe. He's like, I got like the guy with the tattoos of all the different uh, kaiju. Like, he's like that. Yeah. And then last and not least, we have uh, Tanshin Funen, or Solo Mission, which was made for a French magazine. So it's actually left to right. And that one's yeah. just very, that one seems very satirical and just kind of depressing. Yeah, but I, I love that there's like, you know, manga in America, most 90% of the time, it's, you know, now published right to left. And they said, nope, we're going to switch it. Skip like 10 pages so you can read it in proper order because we still want it in original orientation. So it's a little weird to switch halfway through, but it worked. It does work. And um, so which was, the, which was the one that you thought was the most meh? Um, honestly, I would probably say... Um, the old guys. It was just a little, like it was a neat, like just talking about the people, but it just, it didn't seem like a, it never hooked me. I guess would be the best way to put it. Yeah, I like. I thought it was the introduction to a series. Like if he did this as a whole series, I'd be invested. But it was just very short and quick. Also, I didn't like the art style. It wasn't as connective as Musica Nostra. Yeah. Um. Also, Daimion, I liked it, but it wasn't like. It felt a little too generic, if that makes yeah. sense. That, that, like it... that one took a little bit to see where are you going with this story. And then, I mean, it, it, it had a good twist, but it, again, it, it took a little bit to say, okay, what, what kind of story are we telling here? Because it starts with one character going on a rant, and then that character kind of uh, takes a uh, backseat to the real main character of the story. Yeah, um, and Throw Towards the Moon, that one fascinated me. That's actually one of my favorites, is Throw Towards the Moon and It's a Beautiful Day are my two favorites. Um, yeah, oh, Throw Towards the Moon, I actually read it twice. Like, because, again, like, seeing how that whole, everything takes shape, and then you go back and see all the, it's a bit, it's a bit of a mystery, and, you know, a good mystery you you go back in the experience again, you see all the breadcrumbs they've dropped along the way, and it works really well. Like, it was really fun. And that was, again, a lot of 20th century boys' energy. So, so, but again, like, even the ones that are so-so are still good. Like, it's a really good, fun collection. And since they're all short, it's easy to go through. If you want to just read it quick, like, in an hour, or if you just want to do, like, one story... A day like on your lunch break or something it's it's a great starter for naoki urasawa i think because it's a great template to start off to get an idea of how he is i mean yes pluto has none of the musical references but you see his musical dna that he spent so much time in 20th century boys talking about Mm -hmm. and that's like there's again it's i like that as a fan of naoki urasawa i could go back i could read this and be like Again, like I said, it's coming back to an old friend. I see his style. I know his beats. And it's, you know, having the autobiographical stuff. I'm like, oh, this is this is not just him writing a story. This is his passion. 
and it just it it left me feeling really satisfied. It did. So, um, like and it, it 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 oh go on go on. Yeah, again, it's like it's so hard. Like just flipping through it as we're talking about it, it's like I keep wanting to say, "Is that my favorite?" No, is that one my favorite? And it's like because they're they're all different too. Like that's there's a good variety there. Yeah, and it's like a good sneeze where it just it's it changes things so much with it. Like, um, there's so many little impactful moments in each one's like the 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 joke in uh, Henry and Charles or Henri and Charles that whole ending where it's like. <laughs> Da 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 da. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but as you said, like this is a good intro. I would give this to both someone who's never read Naoki Urasawa and someone who's a, a big fan of them because I think both of them you get something of. Like you said, it could be a good intro, and because so so many of his things are nice longer pieces, it's if you you kind of dip your toe and like okay, if you're enjoying these stories, here's a good long series. Um, but if you're also, again, if you're a longtime fan, more of the stuff you'll love. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's worth as a collector. This is a good coffee table book and it is a very good, and I'll say this, it's a, except for the Kaiju one, most of these are non manga anime friendly. The Kaiju one's the only one that you're like, uh, this guy's kind of pathetic and sad. And there's the twist of I. What was it? The twist is like it's like this is my romantic moment. You're not taking it away from <laughs> yep. me. And then he become oh god, <laughs> that was that was out of left field. Yep, <laughs> lean on the fourth wall a little. <laughs> Just a little bit. I wonder if he thinks that should be what happens to him. Yeah. But yeah, so um, let's get to so yeah. Out of our rating system, I'm going to give this a really, really, really fucking cool. It's buy it now. It's worth it. It really is a great collector's item. Um, if we we're still doing cons at this point, I would totally give this as a con giveaway because this is one that I would want to share with someone else. But I don't know what the state of cons are anymore. We don't know, especially with yeah. some news from today. I don't even know. Yeah. Like, like uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, do, do we want to do Otacon this year with this climate? Like. Uh, <laughs> reply hazy ask again later <laughs> yeah uh, exactly the, the one thing I will say about this and it's one of the things I love about Naoki Arasawa's art is all his character designs he has a huge variety of looks of characters like you have old men that are very frail missing teeth going bald you've got you know normal looking like little girls you've got and you know, attractive women, you've got guys that are like in the 70s with bushy hair, you've got everything, and like he does such a variety of character designs. It's one of the things I love about him, and it's one, it's a great example of just good being a good manga artist, you know, mm-hmm. seeing how much variation he has in the people he draws. Yes, and he doesn't repeat, he really doesn't, um, which is nice. He has some variety, and also I love the fact that he drew, he did the manga for the Beatles, and Ringo loved it. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that that like when I saw that, I'm like, no way that did it. And like now I kind of want I wonder about that. No, I looked it up. There is there is a Beatles manga he wrote. You can't get it, but he wrote it. No yeah. one translated it. Oh, it's a shame. But yeah, um, this one I recommend anyone would enjoy it. I do kind of feel that. 
eight is a good number for the stories. And while I wish there was actually a, a chapter called Sneeze with some sort of joke with it, I'm fine without that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, would love, I would love another collection like this. Yeah. That's if there is more, let us know. <laughs> yeah. So this, and I will admit this is a lot better than Dream Fossil. Yeah, that's true. Short short form is a very hit or miss, and I mean I love Satoshi Kon, but Naoki Urasawa is the mangaka. <laughs> yeah, Satoshi Kon is an anime guy who has like he has two good mangas, and the rest of them are. This looks like Akira. I don't know why. This looks really like Otomo. Yeah. But yeah, so that is so that's our review for Sneeze. If you've read this, let us know what you think. Um, definitely up for the conversation. Join our Discord, and we'll actually have some notes about this. I am curious what you thought about it. Also, uh, do you think of Satana or not Satana? Alice Cooper when you see a lady with a <laughs> snake? I, I do not. <laughs> I think of I, mean... Sat- I think of Satana from from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> with Selma Hayek. That's what I think of. I don't oh. think Alice Cooper. Oh, that was again just so many little twists. That was out of nowhere. But yeah, that's my that's our random question of the day. But yeah, let us know what you think. And um yeah, uh before we get into all the plugging for all of our different social media stuff, let's get to some of the manga releases for the week, which came out yesterday on the fifth, and we got twenty-nine titles for January fifth. We're going to start from the bottom. First off, Seven Deadly Sins, Volume 41. Yay. Then the Quintessential Quintuplets, Volume 12. That's close to the ending. Uh, and we, we've talked about my feelings about that. Um, the Promised Neverland, Volume 18. That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime, Volume 3. Uh, hold on, what else? Uh, hold on. Uh, sorry about that, I'll edit that out. Um, Tak- Takani and Hana, Volume 16. Something's Wrong With Us, Volume 5. Snow White with the Red Hair, Volume 11. Uh, Sayuki, the original re- series Resurrected, Volume 4. Sacrificial Princess and the King of Beasts, Volume 12. Reincarnated as a Sword, the Light Novel, Volume 7. Prince Freya, Volume 4. Platinum End, Volume 12. Orient, Volume 1, which I had never heard of. Have you heard of it? No, it's a new one to me. Yeah, um, the next one is n- n- one that's not new to me. Non-Non Biori, Volume 14. My Hero Academia, Volume 26. One of the newest light novels ever, Muscles Are Better Than Magic, Volume 1. I feel like I gotta slap my, my, my peck be like, yeah! <laughs> um, Moriarty, The Patriot, Patriot Volume 2. Uh, Machi Maho, I Messed Up and Made the Wrong Person into a Magical Girl, Volume 7, which this series sounds insane, and it's on the wheel. Because <laughs> it's so horrific. Because the, the, the cover of this manga is like a super insane magical girl. So I'm like, what happened? Did they make it into like, like a crackhead into a magical girl? Or is it that they made a criminal or what? Oh, I just looked that up. Oh, wow. That is you see art. the cover? Yeah, it, it's got some art to it. Um, you got Love Me, Love Me Not, Volume 6. Uh, speaking of, of things from the news today, Jujutsu Kaisen, Volume 0. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Uh, Hitorijimi, My Hero, Volume 9. Uh, Imaro-chan, Volume 12. Haikyuu, Volume 42. Grand Blue Dreaming, Volume 12. Gal Gohan, Volume 6. Daytime Shooting Star, Volume 10. 
Breasts Are My Favorite Thing in the World, Volume 3. Black Clover, Volume 24. An Incurable Case of Love, Volume 6. And A White Rose in Bloom, Volume 1. So, which of these pique Doug's interest? I gotta, I gotta go with Machimaho. Like, you mentioned that cover. I just looked it up, and now just looking up the rest of that series, like, at first, like, when you described it, I was like, oh, is this gonna be, like, Magical Girl uh, Ore? And, uh, no, this... This looks so much more messed up, and I, I am very curious about this one. When I saw this, there's one name that popped in my head. Ed. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Our, uh, our friend Ed uh, from Denpa. I was wondering, like, is this released by Denpa? Did they make it? And if it is, <laughs> that makes sense. Actually, I'm curious. I want to look this up. Did Denpa release this? Uh, it's coming up now. Seven Seas. Ah, uh, not Denpa. Oh, uh, well. Um, but for me, it's uh, a white rose in bloom. I've heard interesting things to Joe say. Um, you got uh, Imaru-chan, which is awesome. You got this. Uh, Moriarty the Patriarch. Muscles are better than magic. I'm going to give it a chance because it could be totally absurd or it could be terrible. I'm hoping absurd. And um, probably Quince and Promised Neverland, because it's Quince and Promised Neverland. Yep, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, nothing big until next week. Next week is the is the crazy one, because next week we get How to Draw Star Wars, the manga. There's been a lot of good Star Wars manga coming out. I'll throw that out there. I got, um, for someone, the first volume of the Rebels manga, and the art style is really cool. Like, especially yeah, no. the cover. I was looking through the uh, Leia of, or- of Alderaan, and that one's really well done. We talked about this when we first start- we started doing the news segment, and it is worth the wait, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, other big ones for next week, just kind of hinting at um, Fly Me to the Moon, Volume 3, and A Man and His Cat. <laughs> Which for all oh. cat owners, it's true. So, oh, there's... Another just refreshing manga. Totally refreshing. So, um, but yeah. So, first off, thank you guys for listening. We're, since we're at 401, we're going to try to make it to at least 500 by the end of this year. We'll see what happens. I doubt that because only 53 weeks, 51 weeks left, unless I double up, which might be possible. We'll see. <laughs> but we're going to, but I'm really happy that you guys have been listening. I hope you had fun. We had a blast talking about this. It's cool talking with Doug. Yeah, always a pleasure to be uh, come on as a guest. Yes, and um, hopefully you're on for one of the f- upcoming uh, James Bondathon because we only have four movies left. Ooh, I got a couple that I definitely have opinions on. <laughs> oh yes, I, I know. I'm keeping that. I think that one's the one that you're, you're definitely going to come in on, which is Spectre. Uh, as for the other one, I don't know what we're going to do with that. Cause right now I finished Casino Royale recording. I got to post that this week, but then we have uh, quantum of solace. Yay. <laughs> uh, I get have so many words. No, no, no. <laughs> I get mad. Cause the, whoever did the font on there, the graphic design, I want to kill them. You use three fonts max in a, in a show, not 42. <laughs> 
You don't change your font every fucking location for every little damn thing. It's like, we're going to change the location font and then the name font of the location. And then this. No, keep it consistent. That's how you know it's a different location. And then, of course, the jump cuts. It's not even like little jump cuts. It's just like jump, 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 jump. What happened? I don't know. We're copying Jason Bourne. Yeah. Oh, save it for the review. Yeah. That, um, yeah, I'm still also jonesing because the that watch review. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> well, actually, no. The first episode made me mad. Second episode kind of fixed things a little bit, but still a little mad about that. Also, uh, what's the other show? Um, then Mass Dancer. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that. But that's for the TV to uh, TV uh, TV uh, Tuesday podcast and the book review. Well, Mansfield Park coming is what we're working on next. Anyway, so let's get to the part that you've all been waiting for. And hold on. Dan is grabbing it. He's getting ready. Yes, I have to. I have to do it because it is the whole. It's that whole epic thing. And I'm yeah. talking about that one. I'm talking about that one. That only. The wheel of manga. Yes, friends, the wheel of manga. Except no substitute. What is the wheel of manga? The wheel of manga is a wheel of fortune with ten slots on it. What I've done. So I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So we're going to spin it, and whatever number it lands on, that manga that's on that number is the one we review in the next episode. And so what are some of the titles? Do you remember the titles that we have on this wonderful list? Uh, I remember a couple. The uh, Get a Robo De-Evolution, De- being a mecha fan, of course, I'm crossing my fingers for. Yes. Um, just going on a couple of them, we have I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, which was recommended by... Uh, Discord user and emailer Vengen. We have, of course, Get a Robo. We have Gigant, which is made in the same universe as everyone's favorite fucked up manga. We're talking about Ina Yashiki <laughs> and Gantz. And, and in the background, there's probably going to be like the poster for Gantz again. And then that. Um, hold on. I have to get the other ones up because I had it listed. Be just a moment. And. There's his. Why do I have so many? <sighs> Just fixing this up while we wait, and I can edit this all out. But I did want to. Pardon me. Wanted to talk a little bit about. Um... <sighs> Shit. Why can't it? Won't. It's not letting me search in the. Why isn't letting me search in the page? <laughs> oh well. Fuck it. Uh, but while we wait. Um, other thing we wanted to talk about was our feelings on the, like I said on um, on your Discord, the Gagagar rewatch. Mm. Part yeah, of me wants to check the, check out the dub on the DVDs. Never watched them. I, I've never watched them either, but I know Mike Centric Nicholas was involved, so that gives me some a little bit of positivity because he's a good voice actor and ADR director. He does a lot of work with Gundam now. Yeah. So it could be really good or it could be... Well, it's probably going to be really good. Um, I'm just curious where it's going to go. Yeah. Oh, shit. That was it. I had it. I had. It. I, I just found it and then it just died. I was like, no. <laughs> it, and it it stopped right at the part of... Oh, it causes monsterism. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 
They actually said that that I they 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 have a location in Chelsea for 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 product testing. Yeah, well, um, mm. I mean that's a little bit far away now, but yeah, but product testing is fun, or it could be. I don't know. It could be. Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, wait, you can't see that diet suppressant. <laughs> yeah. Or the other one, what was it? Uh, it burns, it burns. We'll call it Desert Breeze. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, man. All right. Oh, here it is. Uh, there's the, it was after the COVID message. There it is. Okay, uh, so back to the top. So we're going to do a spin and see what we're going to review because we have Wave Listen to Me, Sakano at the End of the World, Chainsaw Man, Gigant, Blue Flag, uh, Sadako-san, and Sadako-chan. Get a Robo, Heaven's Design Team, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, and then for a little bit of flavor, one of the most questionable mangas of recent age, Rainbow and um, Rainbow and Silent. So let's spin and see what we're going to review. I didn't expect that. I can't see it. No. Uh, number one. Sadako at the end of the world. Or Sadako at the end of the world. Yay. Mm. So um, the premise of this is that a bunch of kids in the post-apocalypse find a videotape. Oh, and they no. make a new friend. Oh, <laughs> no. They have Palig around with them. Um, it's I think it's the same author as Sadako-san and Sadako-chan, which is just as funny because <laughs> that one, Sadako comes out and the girl that's like, I don't have a TV. Wait, what? He's like, I only have a cell phone. And they want to make Sadako into a YouTube star. <laughs> and then oh, someone okay. watches her and he's like, you have to buy a TV. It's like, I don't have a TV. Buy, buy an old RTS. <laughs> Oh jeez! So this one could be really good. I just gotta see if I could find where it is. Or I could just—I do have enough points. I could just order it online. I have a week, so we will see how this goes. Um, the one that I was also excited for was uh, Heaven's Design Team. That would have been a really good one. Yeah. Also, get a Robo Evolution. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun whenever that comes up. Yeah, Maybe, get her. I might I might have to wait years like people too, but I will wait and be ready whenever that does come up. No, it will not be that long. Because of the because of the now the new method that we're doing where it's these ten, it's gonna come up faster, I think. <laughs> I mean, um the only one that I am hesitant about is blue flag. Yeah. But people want me to talk about it. <laughs> well, there you go. And Chainsaw Man, but Chainsaw Man is... <laughs> yeah, that's that's the new hit right now. Yes, it is. Unless, you, unless of course, you are Daryl Surratt, and then it's been your favorite since it came out. Yep. <laughs> Sounds about right for Daryl. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's good at finding the stuff ahead of the rest of us. I'm a little bit true. jealous of that skill. Yeah, he has that weird skill. But yeah, so... Next episode, we're going to be talking about Sadako at the end of the world. And um, like I said, as usual, it's awesome to uh, talk to you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed. 
We'll be back next week with lots more manga talk. Um, you can find Doug at AnimeCons.tv or on Twitter at Nagoki or Nagoki Watches. Also, um, currently you have a uh, weird uh, New Year's resolution, which is kind of cool, actually. Yep, I'm I'm starting a group. I did it with a couple of friends last year, and slowly expanding is going into my physical media backlog. So stuff I I own on disc or in uh, hard uh, copy form and saying, okay, my resolution is to finish this series this year. And it, I'm, I'm making this stipulation of stuff that's new to me. Um, I had mixed results from last year. I tried Wolf Wolf and Cub manga, which is a little hard to uh, marathon. So I didn't get that one, but I also did all, all 155 episodes of Loop on the Third Part 2 anime which is a blast marathon so now i've got another mixed bag so we'll see what happens and hey one of the things i'll be working on is about our mangaka this week now okay i'm gonna try and do all of master keaton should be good i think maybe kind of um <laughs> i per- you everyone knows my feelings on master keaton if you've listened to the podcast long enough that was in like the early hundreds um but for me on that list, I am definitely got Loop in the Third Volume uh, Part 2. I have Twin Spica, the manga, even though I finally got all of it. I haven't read the last three volumes, so I was waiting to get all, all of it to read the last three volumes. Oh, oh, oh so, my someone's Someone spoiled the ending for me already, so I know how it ends, but I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, to see, because it has been an amazing story. It's been an amazing ride. It's been very tragic and wonderful and i just want to see where it all goes to because twin spica is such a heartwarming story and it's one that i always recommend even though it has been my white whale for years um that's on there um gal gagar rewatching that and there's a couple other ones i have on there we'll see if we can get them all done this year because i do have also all those other books and all the manga i have to review anyway so it's gonna take a while (laughs) yep but yeah, so with that in mind, um, you can check him out there. Follow me on any of the social media sites that are listed. You can email me at zanspirekin.com. And as usual, I'm Zan. I'm Doug. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time and keep reading manga. We'll see you.